This is the Scum and Snake fantasy football show about the LV Dynasty Fantasy Football League that we are all in. And we're all in week one. Oh my gosh, Snake. This is the week one show to everybody who is out there in the world. We have finally made it leading up to the Thursday game and our first Sunday slate of football. Boy, I just don't know if I can be any more excited than I currently am. It's really unstinking believable. And, you know, I feel like I'm kind of happy that we've had a little different slow rollout for ourselves because it's made it a little more exciting now that we're here you know now we normally were like oh it's coming it's coming we're doing all this stuff right you know for for uh i don't know at the chagrin of everyone in the league we haven't been doing that but personally now i'm, I'm ready to go i'm fresh and just waiting for this first thursday night game it's gonna be so fun yeah i feel like it's gonna work to our advantage at least for the first couple weeks of the season and probably gonna swing ourselves into the whole year that we didn't have so many off-season shows this this season because I'm fired up to get this thing going. I got energy. I'm ready. I feel like, like you said, what we've done in the past, it's like, okay, we're leading up to it. We're almost there. We're almost there. And like by the time week one, where it really is mattering, we're kind of like already a little bit drained and like, okay, okay. So I, I'm with you, Scum. I think this is going to be quite quite possibly the best season yet of the Scum and Sneak show. And let's do our thing. Let's do it. Season four. We're really in it this time. I know everyone has been talking about it and heard about the mysterious unreleased episode from last week. And you know what? Just believe whatever you want to believe about it, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, that's the mystery of the Scum and Sneak show sometimes. You have to create your own beliefs and ideas on what truly happened. Uh, but And we're we're here to you know listen to your thoughts and opinions. Don't be afraid to jump in the chat and give us your uh, what you think truly happened to that episode. Choose your own adventure. And you know what? There's still you know options out there for it. It's not the story is not fully written yet and that's dude i love to choose your own adventure books back when i was young i loved those books especially the star wars ones and like the fantasy ones like i'd be like i almost convinced myself that like i was gonna like fake the book out oh it was great too because it was like you're, you're basically you're just playing like dungeons and dragons in real time right you're like making the decision making the call and then i remember one specifically that made me so mad it was like a river rafting one. Like you're on this thing and it goes, hey, why are you had to like pick which path to go, uh, try to jump out of it, whatever. And I died so many times. I kept going to like dead ends, pages and had to go back. It made me so furious. Yeah, it's like, how many options do I have here? And then I was, it was always like, is the book like writing itself as I'm reading it? <laughs> Magical book. I think that's what it was. Yeah, Sneak was a little little dumb back then. Never. You're just, just a fun loving <clears throat> fun loving kid. Speaking of fun, Sneak, we gotta start off every episode with a nonsense minute question. Okay. But week one, we haven't been giving the the Scum and Sneak Show listeners enough football lately, just with all the stuff that's been going on. So since we are both big football guys, 
our nonsense minute question this week is going to be us doing the immaculate grid live on air oh yes together. dude i've done that in a while that's a good idea so i haven't looked at it today but i just pulled it up so uh, this is going to be hard without everyone seeing it i'm sure you can pull it up but for the columns we've got the browns the dolphins and then a super bowl champ and then on the rows we've got the eagles the rams and the ravens so let's knock this out together i think for you and i picking super bowl champs from the eagles rams and ravens is going to be the easiest you want to start there yeah let me pull it up now super bowl champ of the eagles let's start with you pick the first one let's go you know we want to try and keep our rarity down let's go nick Foles. that should be pretty i mean probably be memorable but he wasn't the the guy on the team all right 34 percent not correct all right super bowl champ for the la those are the rams right those aren't the charges the yeah. rams no, yeah we're rams. gonna go with reason one not too hard quarterback obviously we're gonna go with matt stafford let's keep it staff easy no strikes yet let's go okay super bowl okay Champ for the Ravens would be big easy one's going to be Ray Lewis, but that's going to be a high percentage. You want to you want to stick quarterback and go Big Trent, or who was their running back? Was it was it Jamal Lewis? I think. Wait, Jamal Lewis is going to be in our Browns. Is going to be in mm. our Browns Ravens one. So yeah, Good let's call. just stick okay. quarterback. Let's go Trent. Trent. Nope. Nine percent, I like that. And then, yeah, let's put Jamal. Good call, Ravens, Browns. Jamal Lewis. Okay. Now, yeah, here's where where it gets tough. This is where it gets hard, and I we're gonna have to. I never can think. Oh, all right. I got a good one for Browns, Eagles. Let's see if you can. It's a quarterback. He threw with gloves on. If it looks like a rat and smells like a rat. I I don't know. I'm not following. Jeff Garcia. Nice. Okay, Jeff Garcia. All right. Very quarterback heavy, but that's always the easiest. So on the board left for everyone listening, we got Eagles, Dolphins, Rams, Dolphins, Ravens, Dolphins, and Rams, Browns. So apparently we know nothing about the Dolphins. Let's yeah, think here. The Dolphins, do we? All right, I got I got Ravens, Dolphins, uh, fast receiver. Tory Smith, Ma- Mike Wallace. Golly, you're good. I wonder if Torrey Smith was Torrey Smith on the Dolphins ever? I no, so. I just you said fast. It was <laughs> Torrey Smith even fast? <laughs> he had bombs. He was fast. Let's just throw him in that category. <laughs> All right, Rams? no strike, no wow. strikes yet. Three left. Rams, Browns. Let's think. Um, Rams. Well, it's got to be an older Rams. I don't think any. It's got to be the St. Louis Rams, right? 
Yeah, I mean, who's I know John Kelly is like a backup running back that I've always looked at, but he's been on like both those teams' practice squads. I don't know if we'll hit him because I don't know if he's actually played. Um, we could also do uh, this is why. Yep, John Kelly I never hits. Let's, use, let's I just put him in there. John Kelly hits. Let's go, John Kelly. And all right, so I'm out of guesses baby. on my side. I've been over here guessing crazy. <laughs> all right, who did who does not work on Dolphins Eagles? Who'd you throw in? If you remember, I don't even know work. if I took all a right. guess on that one. Dolphins oh. Eagles. God, I can't do this. I can't do this when I'm under pressure. When I'm under pressure. Who's, uh, let's think some Dolphins running backs. Uh, Lamar Miller, no. Oh, um, who was just on? Sony Michelle, Rams, Dolphins. No, Sony wasn't on the Dolphins. He was last year. For like he was? Three games, yeah. You are on it right now. Your brain is working no, overtime. I, actually, nope. I was wrong. I missed it. I think they must have cut him before camp, and he never played. Uh, all right, so we're we're out. All right, I'm, I'm, I got one guess left. Eagles, Dolphins, Rams, Dolphins. We got to salvage it. Who you got? Eagles, Dolphins, man. Eagles, Dolphins. Let's see. Foles didn't go down there, right? Um, we've already we've already got back him. Super Bowl. No, we already got him. It's not. What about? I feel like there's a running back that has done it. Not Westbrook. Not. Um, did um, did we get a blunt play for the Dolphins ever? No, huh? Oh, you. Oh, I. Wait, I'm I'm over here cheating. Wait, am I? I'm looking. There's. I don't think we'll ever gonna get it. I mean, there. Oh yeah. I cheated, so I'm not gonna guess. But I'm gonna keep on the running back route of the last. Okay, I'm the running back of the last like ten years. Um, not Demarco. He he uh, he will remind you of Legarrette Blunt probably in his late after his one good year. He'll remind you just of some, what? Just some fat guys? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't got it. Just cheat. Give me a name. Jay Ajayi. Jay. Uh, I knew it. You're so Doesn't he remind you of LeGarrette Blunt after the one year where he, like, was good for, like, randomly good? Yes. That's exactly what I was thinking of, too. Oh, all right. Well, we got eight out of nine. The most common answer that we didn't get for Rams, Dolphins, is Fitzmagic, which, honestly, you can plug in Fitzmagic for, like, half of these, and it's going to work, probably. So good. So but, true. Uh, that was fun. We did pretty good. Yeah, that was good. On the spot. I can't even do it when I have a whole day, let alone on the spot <laughs> like that. Everyone send us your immaculate grids. Let us know if you did better. But you probably didn't, because no, I even I mean, I'm over here making a guess for for Browns Rams. I I guess Joe Juravicious. 
Oh, that is, boy. That's, what a fun pull. Man. <clears throat> Great nonsense in the question. We're big-time football guys. Don't ever forget it, people. Yeah, don't ever forget our football, how big we are into football. <laughs> well, Snake, let's get into it. I mean, we should probably talk a little bit of news. I guess the biggest thing that everyone knows about is Travis Kelsey got a knee, got a little tweak. Sounds like it's not anything too serious, but it happened two days ago. I don't think the Chiefs are going to risk it at all. So I really don't think he plays tomorrow night. What about you? I'm holding out hope that he plays just to continue to make the game as exciting and high scoring as possible. Uh, But yeah, with the Thursday night game, he probably doesn't play. That gives him 10 days till the next game. And if it's not that bad, that gives him a good almost two weeks of rest. So yeah, he's probably not playing. All right. Uh, Really kind of, you know, you think about it and after Travis Kelsey, I feel like we haven't really considered or, or seen a lot of discussion on how bad the drop-off is after him for pass catchers for Mahomes. I mean, Kadarius Tony, who you talked about earlier, he, he has no knees. So can we count on him? I mean, he probably doesn't have hamstrings or ankles or anything else in general. He'll probably break. Yeah, why does he, like, why does he game? not have any lower extremity muscles and tendons and joints? Like, what what has he always been that way? Is that why the Giants got rid of him? <laughs> yeah, I think I mean, have you ever seen him like move and run? He's so like twisty and bendy. He's just putting way too much strain on all that stuff. Too yeah, gumby. Yeah, that's there. after after that you've got a bunch of ran randoms. So I mean, Sky, Sky with two Ys, just Justin Watson, who's you know, he was steady for them last year. he's probably kind of like the most trusted guy even though he doesn't have too much i mean he's kind of got big plays in him i don't know uh who else i guess we'll get this could be a good point to see if they throw reishi in there is reishi gonna get oh yeah uh is reishi and sky more like sky more i don't think he's good from last year but is reishi gonna be good and i think i saw something earlier today if with kelsey out and all these people we're talking about if mahomes still goes out there and throws for 300 yards and three touchdowns and wins a game it's like Boy, he doesn't need nobody. Especially if it's like if Noah Gray comes in and just kind of like plug and plays in the Kelsey role. Like, obviously, he's not as good as Kelsey, but if they, you know, they're not going to change the game plan too much this short out, right? So he's going to run those routes that Kelsey would. And if he's open, Holmes will probably pass it. And I mean, we'll see. Right. Um, but I like that point. Yeah. Is this really is going to show? Is it all. Mahomes, is it the duo? Um, should be fun, though. Still a fun game. I mean, like, both those offenses are just going to be, like, great to watch this year. For sure. Um, anything else big that's, like, laying off I guess, the, like, I guess the cup the cup hamstring reactivation oh, cup, yeah. could, uh-huh. should come into effect in a lot of, well, in dynasties and redrafts all around, you know, being – Coming off his injuries last year, you're thinking he's fine, and then he's been held out, and now he's re-aggravating. Like 08's got, he's been he's 08 is with Cubby on the team with this running back situation currently. Like that's a tough, that's a tough one for sure. But yeah, I don't think there's 
any other, I mean, besides all the other news from the offseason, which we're not going to get into, you know, suspensions no. and people getting this and that and Taylor and all this stuff. We're not, we're not going to rehash all the news from the last three months. You guys all know it. You don't need our hashes. Yeah. You don't we need trust, our freaking hash browns. Speaking of hash browns, I had, um, Evelyn didn't finish her breakfast this morning and it was an egg and cheese sandwich. Man, it was uh-huh. good. Is there anything better? Than a freaking egg and cheese sandwich in the morning. No, there is. That is uh, that is an absolute staple. Just, it's a perfect meal, no matter when you're going to eat it. But for sure, the egg I mean, sando is top notch. Perfect with with sausage without. I mean, it's just like, oh, it's hard to beat. Anyway, um. Shink, let's keep rolling here because what comes next in the in the lineup of things? What are we supposed to do next here? Let's see. We kind of <laughs> we were supposed to, or I guess we typically do a power rank episode leading into the preseason, which we haven't done. So this is going to be everyone's first exposure to the power ranks this season. Um, you know, I think it's pretty self-explanatory, but giving a little preface, to everyone, it's what the committee thinks. Um, aggregated together and then we just go off of that this one more than any of them i feel like is is going to be the toughest one just because there's um a lot of weirdness on a lot of the teams is that is that pretty fair that's always fair there's always a lot of weirdness on all these on all of our teams in this league but this year specifically it's even extra weird like there's going to be some top teams obviously that actually just have pretty balanced, solid rosters. But then everyone else is either going to have like a clear strength and a clear weakness, or they're just going to be bad teams. So the, the yeah, I like, I like the clear strengths and the clear weakness angle. I definitely see that within the rankings of this league and years past. It's always like maybe this year, well, at least me, what am I talking points usually is maybe we'll have more parity maybe some of the lower teams will have a little bit more competition i'm not going there this year guys we're just going to talk it how it is and we'll see how how it shakes out all right without further ado let's get into it and as always we'll go from bottom to top and starting at number 12 the bottom ranked team no surprise he was there all last year big scum Number 11, Smith Ben 08. Number 10, Doug's team. Happy Bachelor weekend uh, just this past one, Doug. Number 9 is Hesse. Number 8 is Big Sneak. Number 7, Big T. And heading into our top six projected playoff guys, at least at the start of the season. Number 6 is Jimbo. Number 5 is the South Dakota Buffalo. Matt back in the league. Number four is Gooch. And then our top three, kind of the same as last year. The reigning champion, Wade, at number three. Do Nothing Commish, Brendan, at number two. And then, of course, at the top spot, Ernie Fritz, formerly known as LaVisca LaVusca. Shanuska. And there we have it, Shink. That's our top 12. What are your initial thoughts? First initial thought, let's get it right out the gate. Our league champion from last year, Wade, a.k.a. one of Brendan's many personalities, starting the season off, starting the year at the number three spot. A lot of people would say, huh? 
but it's clearly mm-hmm. look at his team. He's got holes. He's got question marks, mainly in the running back spot. I think this is a fair spot to put him. Let's see what he can do with this team before we get him any higher than three. But still, starting out the year at number three is very, very good. You know, I think it's it's very fair. And also, I think two of the glaring glaring spots is Schneek, myself, at eight, I think is that what it is, the eight spot? Mm-hmm, yep. And T at the seven spot, I've got a young host of really good wide receivers that should carry my team and what I'm hoping that carries my team and I'm excited for. And T has a young host of young running backs that should carry his team as well. So I'd like to see both of us in that sort of middle of the road spot. You know, last year or two, we've been perennial bottom feeders. We are moving our way up and surpass a couple of the other teams like the Hesse, the Doug, the 08s that have a lot of other issues that we'll get into throughout the year. But those are my biggest takeaways from the rankings going into week one. Yeah, I like that about you and Tyler. I mean, like you said, a lot of young talent on those teams in specific positions. So it's a matter of who can piece the other end together. You know, can you having a lot of depth at quarterback and some potential upside in Fields and Daniel Jones, you know, a lot of hype for those guys. Um, is that enough for you to be able to then just piece together some running backs or like on T side um, along with his running backs, like is, is Gibbs out of that group a star? Is he going to be pushing that top 12 range to really help them? And then just finding that veteran wide receiver help, that steadiness in Kirk Cousins. Like, is that where he again, makes up enough to to cover those other things and maybe push into those playoffs. So I like you calling out those two. Back to Wade, kind of in the same thing that I was just talking about. He has a glaring weakness at his running back two slot, um, but he's got Nick Chubb, so it's not like it's an empty running back room. And at least for the first three weeks, he can maybe get something out of Kendra Miller. Uh, he just had another hamstring thing, so maybe that stops it. But, you know, he <laughs> Wade tried to address it at least. And, you know, again, same thing. If, if him and you – and some of these other teams um, can find that just like little bit of something out of that other running back spot. It'll go a long way to getting some extra wins out in your matchups. Yeah. I think if I were to just quickly touch on the other teams in this ranking, you got the Gooch, Matt and the Jembos. Those are three very well-rounded teams. Not a lot of, yeah, maybe a one or two, quote-unquote star power players, but the rest, it's a very well-rounded team, a lot of players with a lot of good potential and a lot of safe floors. Obviously, you've got the two top-heavy teams, Earn and Brandon. They're top-heavy. They've got all the names. They've got all the stars, all the young stars, all the perennial stars there. They're who they have been for the last couple of years, even though Brandon never really seems to kind of put it all together for a, a championship run. You know, we saw Earn did it. We're expecting him to be there throughout the year and uh and then looking at the bottom you got the hesse doug 08 you could maybe find one solid legitimate player on each of those teams and then maybe two or three like okay decent guys but for the majority that those teams are a lot of question marks a lot of concerns so that's honestly i'm i think this is very well a fair ranking everyone's in their right spots to start the year and y'all everyone's got to start somewhere y'all this next week 
This could be flipped on its butt, and we could be talking a whole new set of power rankings, depending on how this first week shakes out. And that's what we're excited to see. Yeah. Talking about those wild teams again, I think Ben has the most opportunity to move up just because he's down there right now thinking that Taylor is missing four weeks for sure and, and potentially more or potentially gets traded to somewhere and we don't know how that goes, right? So um, he's definitely going to be – he's going to have a huge hole for, for at least the first month. Cooper Cup, same thing. You know, Maybe it's just a week or two. Maybe it lingers, and, and that would really hurt Ben's team. And then um, Kamara, uh, another three-week hole. So after the first month, Ben could very well be – one and three, oh and four. But after that, he could make a little run if those guys come back, if they're good, you know, and if DJ Moore and uh, Devontae Smith are, are hitting, like they have the potential to do so. And Trevor Lawrence, too. Um, so he's going to be an interesting thing to watch. But the other guys at the bottom, me and um, Doug and Hesse, I think the the wheels can fall off pretty quickly for those those teams. So. Watch out. Yeah, but I, I don't never count scum out. Like I said, like we, well, the, the forgotten episode, we mentioned a lot <laughs> of how things are currently, but Bijan, T, Higgins, I think your top two players, and then you're going to put together a team every week. You never know what could happen week to week. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just, you there's a lot know. to, there's a, there's a lot to be excited about for, for everybody. There's a lot to be, a lot of teams have to dig down, sit sit in front of the chair, pull out their notes, get their you know calculators and their stethoscopes and their uh, <laughs> microscopes and their pens and pencils and their abacuses and figure out what to do about this, their teams. And that's fantasy football, especially the LV Dynasty Fantasy Football League. So we're putting you all out there right now. You, it's not just all smooth sailing. We're going to sit here and let how things ride. You've got to get down and dirty in the nitty gritty into the mud and into the muck to figure out how to get this, your team performing. And that's what I'm excited about as well. I'm just so excited over here, scum. I'm losing it. Putting everyone on notice, Sneak. I love it. Yeah. Get to work, people. Get a plan in action. Just do something. There's a lot of, a lot of inactivity in our league at times, and that's not fun. Just, just get out there. Just try some things. Mm-hmm. Preferably, preferably with me. I'm down for anything. You know me. Yeah, you know, we're down for anything. I'm with you on that. One, I'm oh. down for anything, even whatever I'll can be done it. in dark, dark recesses of the mind and the the wherever you want to find us. We're ready for anything. Behind closed doors, in the in the back alleys, in the dungeons, whatever we mm-hmm. can make things happen. You guys, yeah, we're not come. afraid to open it up and let whatever may come come. Just come to scum and you'll have some fun. That's what I always say. That is a that might be the motto of the year right there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> to all the people listening right now, that may just be the motto of this fantasy football season. Put it on a sticker. All right, Sneak. Anything else about the rankings? I feel like generally we're saying that there's a you know a top two, then the next group that rounds out our playoff groups are all pretty close. Feel pretty good about them. Um, you and Tyler really are kind of like the next group of, of hopefuls and potential, and then just the, the rest of us. That's what it seems like it's shaking out to now, right? That's our general summary. That's kind of the overall general summary, I would say. Yeah, hit it right on the head with that one. 
seems fair. And as always, if you guys disagree, well, prove us wrong, win some games, and then we'll see how the rankings change. That's it. That's all we can do. Let's take a break here. Shank will take a word from one of our sponsors, and then we'll get back into the week one matchups. Oh, my gosh. It's real. This week's episode of the Scum and Sneak Show is brought to you, as always, by Juge Plus. The preeminent, the first and foremost, the fan favorite, the number one fantasy resource for all of you LV Dynasty and General Dynasty and fantasy players out there. Of course, we've got to do a promotion for season four of the Scum and Sneak Show for week one. So, if you send me a picture of yourself with a football in hand, a beverage in the other, and a little smile on that pretty little face of yours, I will give you 41% off of a year-long subscription to Juge Plus. That's right. We'll bring back the newsletter. We'll send out rankings. We'll do it all. Juge Plus back in full swing. If you send a picture with a football, a beverage, and a little smile for your boy. Hope to see you all soon. Juge Plus. We're back, Sneak. Honestly, the best deal this side of the Mississippi. If you guys are listening and you're into fantasy football or any kind of fantasy, don't be afraid to go after <laughs> Juge Plus. Hit the subscribe button. He will take care of you from top to bottom. Mm, that is right. Sneak, we got some big week one matchups. You ready to get into them? I sure am. It's been a little while, so let's see if we can find our way through this. But as always, we'll start off with my matchup. A fun one and an interesting one. The number 12 scum team, uh, Bijan Robin Scum. <laughs> God, I did that. Versus the 11th ranked Smith Ben 08 team. Uh, Peyton Sawyer. Sawyer Peyton, what is he these days? He is yeah, Sawyer is Peyton. Sawyer Peyton. Uh, recently, Scum, I don't know about you, but my, my nose has been acting up. I've, I've been thinking it's allergies. I'm like, am I really getting allergies? It's fall. Like, allergy seasons are over. I was like, what's going on here? But it's been acting up recently. And I, and I finally, I finally put my finger on it on why I'm having such a problem with my nose. I'm like, I've been smelling. Been, am I smelling something? Or is it is it just tingling? Because I had no idea until the other day when I really dove deep into what this could be. And what it was is that I've been smelling the first upset of the week. Scum and Sneak upset of the week. Scum and Sneak upset of the week. Upset of the week. Yay, yay. Let's go. You. Scum. Scum will upset 08 week one with Bijan, with T. Higgins, with Chig, and whoever else you put into that lineup because it does not matter. The stars are aligning, the mountains are blooming, the trees are swaying, the earth is coming around, and Scum will get his first and possibly. Only win of the year in week one. He is going to bust onto the scene and upset 08. 
Now I could, like in years past, go through all the matchups and go through each player. And I might with some of the other matchups and some of the keys and some of the, you know, what may happen and what will, but it's all going to come down to the the number one pick in the fantasy football draft, the number one pick in the NFL draft. Bijan Robin Scum is going to have an absolute insane killer first week. He's going to be sniffing a 50 point bust out, and oh, wait, will not be able to handle any of that because he doesn't have any running backs. His number one receiver's hurt. What's he going to do to try to? melee the attack that scum is going to be putting on him in week one it's only fitting we've been talking a lot about 08 recently he's been getting a little bit more traction in the group chat but he loses upset of the week scum wins i love it oh that's right scum's picking down doors flipping tables knocking over vases it's just going to be uh just a, a wild ride for you ben and honestly, there's nothing. There's not much you can do about it. You don't have much of a team to play this week. Like I said earlier, you know, in a month, stuff will round out for you. But right now, coverage is looking pretty bare. And on the other hand, your boy just restocked. We got snacks. We got proteins. We got the Anthony Richardson and Josh Downs stack. And most of all, like you mentioned earlier, we got Big Chig. Oh, man, I'm excited. And I'm excited to make this call. And whoever, whenever this episode gets listened to by the masses, I hope that they uh, will agree with us on this one. It's going to happen. It is well-deserved, a long time in the making, and your rookies and your team will win. There's always at least one scum win, and this will probably be it. <laughs> yep, like I said, it may be your only win of the year, but it's going to be a good one. It's going to be glorious. I cannot wait. Do I have anyone tomorrow too? Let's see. Oh, I got big Riley Patterson tomorrow. That's that's my move. Got to have someone on the opening night. I got a kicker. Can't wait. Nice. <clears> that's <throat> always fun. Kickers, kickers, get it done. Kickers make dif- a difference. Like, we've talked about that before. I think we've <clears throat> spent old too much time, but got to got to have a kicker. Got to have a kicker. All right. Next matchup, we've got the number two ranked team. I don't know what you're doing here, Brandon. You still haven't changed his name. Bodum four on shirts. Hashtag one in her hurts. Let's address that. Do nothing commish. Do nothing uh, commish. Versus the 10th rank Doug team NBA greater than NFL. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I want to start out by saying, Doug, you got Derrick Henry, and really that's all you have unless Tua can – do something wild and crazy like he did with a six touchdown performance or whatever. And all of Brendan's guys just decide they're going to take the week off. But this, my friends on the heels of the upset of the week is our blow out of the week. 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 Let's go. Blow out of the week. Blow out of the week. Brendan's going to win and be Doug. Sorry, but that's just how it goes. Brendan's going to be happy. Doug's going to be sad. I don't know if Doug's really going to. I don't know if Doug necessarily watches football anymore or, or what, but 
Brendan's going to win. I mean, you, you when, you're roll, when you're rolling out Mahomes and McCaffrey and Jacobs and A.J. Brown and Stephon Diggs and Amari Cooper is the number one receiver and Deshaun Watson going to be probably giving him 12 to 15 targets. And I'm not a big J.K. Dobbins fan, but he's going up against Houston week one. Like, that's a guaranteed probably 15 to 17. Doug just doesn't have the, the guys to compete. Easy call. I don't really know how much more I can say or what I could really do to analyze this one. It's going to be a massive trunking. Doug's probably going to score 115, and Brendan's going to be pushing like 180. That's that's where we're going to sit with that one. Brendan wins, blowout. Doug loses. Sorry, partner. Yeah, pretty easy analysis. And, I mean, kind of like what we were saying with Ben, Doug's going to have a hard time fielding the team this week. Uh, as of right now, he still has Leonard Fournette in the lineup, who is um, not on a roster. So he'll have to move Connor up, plug in someone. But, I mean, the options are not great. Ideally, he puts in Marvin Jones just for tomorrow night for some fun. Maybe MVS for the same reasons. But well, he also needs a kicker, which he can get. But it's just, you know, it's tough sledding. Uh, Brandon's pretty fortunate this week. He's not going up against, like, your Eric or... Wade, Chase, Matt, Jimbo, like that group, because he would probably, you know, need Kelsey a little more this week. He's he's probably in the same boat as the Chiefs. Like, let Kelsey rest, need him for the for the marathon, uh, not the first kickoff sprint. So easy win for him, and not much else to talk about. Yeah, I don't. It's not a good sign when you have an entire offseason, a draft, and you still can't field a team week one. I think it just comes back to the same old thing that we've harped on in this league for a while. You're, 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 you're just not putting in the effort if you're not able to at least field a startable week one team out on week one after an off season. So Doug, uh, you gotta, you gotta do something about that. He will, but again, it's still not just going to be anything that moves the needle and, and helps him not get no, out definitely not. Moving on, this one, compared to the last, should be very uh, more interesting. That's not how you would say that. should be much more interesting. I would interesting. say it that way. I would say it that way, more interesting. Uh, more interesting, more fun, definitely closer. We've got the number four uh, Gooch team, Soft Tissue Rehab, versus Jimbo Six Rank, underscore has rejected your trade team, which I, I like. I like the thought there, Jimbo. A little, little mouthy. Big mouthfeel. <laughs> That's a, a little garbledy gook in the old in the old chompers trying to get that one out there. But I, I like where you're going with it. It's very it's yeah, I saw the creative juices flow in there as well and uh, appreciate the change up. Some of these, you know, I, I probably need to get in there and change my name as well. Let's all do it. Let's all refresh it uh, for a week. Yeah, two, let's all right? get a refresh yeah. name in there before uh, the Thursday night game uh, kicks <laughs> so this, off. It's a so this really challenge. <laughs> So looking at these teams, uh, again, projections are very close. Looking at Chase's team, he's got some of the, the like stalwarts of fantasy over the past couple of years. Rogers, Barkley, Keenan Allen, Hopkins. Um, a lot of names that we expect a lot out of, but, you know, also hitting that cliff where, or also heading towards that cliff, I should say, where maybe production starts to fall off. We'll see. I think he's still got some solid hopes for them. Jimbo, a little more of a youth movement. Polly, ETN, Burks, Christian Watson, um, guys who have shown flashes, maybe not as established and proven. So 
where do you lean in, in week one? You know, are we, are we giving a little more edge to the experienced guys who are fresher potentially, or we go with the explosive kind of guys that Jim has? You know, I thought I had my mind made up. It was a very hard decision to make, but you just kind of almost might have swayed me with the fact that Jimbo's got the the potential explosive lineup. Gooch has the same old efficiency type, you know what you're going to get lineup, with the only exception being probably Saquon with the ability to pop off with some explosive plays. I was going to give the slight edge to Gooch with the win here, and I think that's what current projections no, current projections are showing that um, underscore has rejected your trade is going to get the win. I think I'm going to stick with my initial thought here. I'm going to go with the tried and true week one. Gooch is going to get the win. It's going to be narrow. It's going to be by, you know, maybe five or seven points. It's going to be a very tight matchup. But I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Gooch getting the win here. Uh, he's got a little youth movement on his side. I mean, Ayuk should is looking a lot is looking explosive. Uh, Rogers, you know, game one could easily have probably the best. I mean, you no, know, Buffalo's got a good D in it, but he's going to have to match scoring. So, like, maybe that Rogers game one with the Jets and the offense, he goes out there and just pops off for like 35. So, slight edge here to Gooch, but it really easily can go to to Jimbo with the win here. I like what you said there again. He's got an explosive running back room, and he's got youth on his side in the receiving uh, core. So. Yeah, that's where I'm going to stick with this one. Gooch with the slight win. Jimbo with a very good outing and probably is going to show a lot of the league that he can be very scary and, and determine on some weeks and some matchups with some of those younger explosive guys. Yeah, a lot riding on a few games here for this matchup. Uh, Chase specifically is going to be watching the, the Chargers-Dolphins game very closely. Keenan Allen, Raheem Mostert, Jason Sanders, like three players. You know, that game should probably be pretty high scoring, so he's hoping for that. Hope those guys are involved. And then I'm looking at this interesting Giants-Cowboys matchup. You got Saquon versus Pauly. That should be fun. And then Jimbo, as of right now, is rolling with Jake Ferguson, who, have they named him the starter? I'm guessing so for the Cowboys. My boy um, Hendershoot didn't get the, get the nod? No, he didn't get the nod, but... <laughs> we still have, we still have believe. Um, yeah, that game. I wasn't say yeah. So we'll you know, Cowboys good defense, um, but the the game's always kind of close and tight between those two. So I don't know. We'll we'll watch that closely. A lot of high pro well the two high profile running backs at least. And then I also want to point out that they're both rolling out the Titans wide receivers Hopkins on Gucci's side. Burks on Jim's side, so we'll see. Ooh, I like how that. That pecking order shake out, you know, probably favors Hopkins, but you never know. We have to see it. Yeah, with uh, yeah, that's fun to see both sides of that. You know, reverse stacks in this one. There could have been a reverse stack if Jimbo could didn't have. ship out Garrett Wilson in the off season, so he doesn't <laughs> get to have that on his side, and I get to reap all of the rewards. Which could be plentiful this year. We'll, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Moving on to another matchup that'll probably be easy to call, but I won't get too ahead of myself. You tell me. The number one ranked Ernie team, Joe Marturo versus Hesse's ninth ranked Berta Not Lose team. Which again, let's let's refresh this, Hesse. We're aging out here. 
Yeah, we're age, we're definitely aging out of that name again. We're gonna reiterate. Let's get some new names uh, going in the league. Let's get everyone changed up there. Again, a similar situation to the Brendan matchup, the Earn and Hesse matchup. We know where they sit in the ranks. Uh, this could easily have been another blowout. When you look on when you look on Ernie's side, it is just absolutely top to bottom names, uh, potential, uh, showing what they've already done in the past, future. It just it has it all, and I'm expecting a massive game on Ernie's side. Again, if I look at Hesse, Lamar should have a good game against Houston. The Tampa Bay receivers are probably going to be pretty ho-hum, hit or miss all year. Hoping that that Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews stack is just absolutely lethal. We don't know what Dalvin Cook's going to do for the Jets in the beginning of the year, those first couple games, so they feel like Brees is ready, or if maybe he just holds off Brees the whole year, which I think is very possible. We're not a, we're not Brees fans here at the Scum and Sneak Show. First text. Heck, I mean, he's been cursed, and it's just it may continue forever. So, <laughs> this is an easy week one tune-up win for Ernie E. Fritz. He gets his limbs moving. He's he's doing some high kicks. He's rotating the arms around. He maybe did a couple push-ups. He ran around the block a couple times. The team is gonna show him what it's capable of. It might they might not have the best game that they're ever gonna have this year. Some. He might have a little disappointment here or there. You might say, well, we only got 11 points from so-and-so or someone didn't do this, and you're going to go, hmm, but don't let it fool you. He's not going to need it against the Hesse squad this year. I mean, this this week, it is a win. It's an easy win, and uh, that's my uh, projection. Yeah, mine as well. I like that you call it a tune-up game because that's what it will probably be. But Hesse, I want to I want to give you some props. One, you you've worked your lineup so that you have players in it, so um, already doing better than Ben and Doug, and also a scum and sneak favorite. Hesse's rolling out the jumbo lineup, two tight ends, Njoku and Mark Andrews. So super fun, uh, pretty good touchdown odds probably from those guys amongst tight ends anyway. So I like the play Hesse, and you know he's he's got. A puncher's chance, I feel like, especially if uh, Mark Andrews came back to practice today, so he he should be fine. So if the Lamar and Mark Andrews stack goes off and goes crazy against Houston, you know, there's there's a shot. Not a big okay. shot, but I'll, I'll give him some hope, just because you know, he's he's putting he puts in the work. Maybe it's not always efficient, good work, but. Works. <laughs> that is that is very true. I will piggyback off of that. He puts in the work. It might not be the best work, but it's it's he's putting in the work. And I you have to appreciate that. Check that box for Hesse. Uh, you hear it here first. Scum is giving Hesse a punters or a punchers. Is that it? Punchers chance. I'll give him a punters chance. <laughs> give him a punters chance. <laughs> that might be our second coin phrase for the year. Whenever we've got someone that is. Clearly going to lose, but it's not the blowout. You get a punter's chance. You get a punter's <laughs> chance. <laughs> oh, boy. Almost there. Two more matchups to go. And this one, this one's interesting. Probably probably should be an easy win, but 
Um, I think a little more than a puncher's chance for Sleepy Time Vanilla, Big T's seventh-ranked team versus Matt's fifth-ranked defense wins Cham Chips. Matt, refresh his name. That's good, Matt. I think he's going for a... And so did T, Sleepy Time Vanilla. Look at that. Sleepy Time Vanilla. You two win the Names of the Week award. I'll, I'll make a drop for that. Names of the Week Award. Yay! That's uh, that is very encouraging. I love to see that. Yeah, I mean, you poised, you you, you put it right up there on the T. Uh, pun intended for me to knock this one out. This is this is another Gooch Jimbo matchup where projections are very close. Each team has uh, very good players and potential young studs. I'm gonna stick with. The reason why I put T and we've ranked T higher than he's probably ever been for the last couple of years. I'm going to put T to eke out a win here. His young boys come to play week one. He's put in the work to revamp that running back room. He's got plenty of options. He's got still got DK at the receiver spot. Should eat up all those initial targets. Maybe gets himself a touchdown. The Rams defense probably isn't what it's been the last couple of years. And then, they're probably going to be not very good anyway. Young Buck George. I mean, he's playing a lot of young, either second year or rookie players. And you got to just hand it to him. He's turned the team around the best he could. He gets a week one victory. Matt, coming back into the league, our South Dakota Buffalo, our Plains partner, the Midwestern Madman. I don't I like, like him rolling out Darnell <laughs> Mooney here. I think he could be very disappointed with Mooney. I don't think Fields – he might give him a shot or two down the field, but in, if that doesn't pan out, then Mooney's probably not going to get much. He's only projected for eight, so there's a downside there. Made a trade for Elijah Moore. We'll see if that Cleveland experiment works out. I like Goddard in his tight end spot uh, and, you know, the touchdown – giant from last year jamal williams maybe he continues that but you know herbert's going to do his thing stevenson's going to do his thing and Devontae's going to do his thing gibson is a toss-up is he going to turn into a pass catching monster in that offense there's some question marks there it's not enough question marks to be worried about the team at all i think matt's going to be good he's obviously ranked a uh, couple spots higher than T going in after jumping back into the league. But I'm giving the slight edge here, and I'm calling T for the victory. That's just how I'm seeing it today. I don't I don't severely disagree. I could see it, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean Matt. Uh, a little more established production, I guess I would say, on his team. Uh, I agree with you, though, that Darnell Mooney is kind of a question mark on that, on that team. Not much other options that he has i mean he could try to roll out the quentin johnson stack with justin herbert but playing time's in question for the rookie at least in week one so i I get his reasoning there but i think i think the biggest thing that'll swing it in his favor is jamal williams is going to get so much work in week one um no kamara like we talked about and I, i think i also mentioned that kendra miller is potentially injured so if he doesn't play uh it's going to be just a ton of jamal and that should be enough uh, to carry him. And I also think um, the the Commanders versus the Cardinals matchup, both Gibson and Big Bry for for you and Matt, they're going to have good weeks. 
I expect they have multiple rushing touchdowns on the week, and each of those guys gets at least one. So uh, should be should be fine there, but very close. You know, I could see it going your way like to the T, so I'm not going to argue it, but I do give Matt the slight edge. Okay, our first matchup disagreements of the year, and it's in week one, and I welcome it. Well, we gotta we gotta have our records deviate at least at some point, so might as well start it now. Yes, sir. All right, Sneak. Let's wrap it up with the final matchup of the week: your eighth ranked Sneak Inc. team versus the reigning champ, number three ranked, <laughs> number three ranked, number three ranked Wade Gee Buttersnaps. And Sneak, you know, before you get into it, I, you were talking about your nose earlier, uh-huh. and I had something similar with my ears like it's been like this little like not really a ring but i could feel something there was like this maybe a hum or a whoosh or i don't know what it was but i think now just realizing what it could be i think what i've been feeling what i've been hearing is is the sound the rumblings the the unstoppable tremor of a second upset of the week Scum and Sneak Upset of the Week. Scum and Sneak Upset of the Week. Upset of the Week. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. You didn't. I did. I heard it. I am proclaiming it now. Sneak Inc. is going to upset Gee Buttersnaps. Sneak has taken down his old shopmate, the reigning champion, in week one, starting off with just a statement saying, I'm here. I'm ready to compete. I'm back from the dredges. Fear Sneak Inc. You just filled me with so much excitement, love, and joy. I've got tingles. I... I'm so excited to show this league what I have done to my team. Wade, you won last year. We're giving you the props. You finally got a win. I get it. You you got a championship. You're going to, am I going to repeat? I got to defend my title. I'm going to defend my honor. I believe you just had a birthday. What are you, 50, 60? Who knows? Whatever it may be. But I'm going to win. I'm going to upset you. I'm going to get inside of you. Your brain will be mushed by the time I am done with you. Your body will be frail and bones will be breaking. Sneak Inc. is taking his young core of wide receivers and his hodgepodge makeshift running back room coupled with the star in the making, Justin Fields, And he is going to come at you with everything that he has. And I am going to win. Projections are not in my favor. I never look at projections, except I do all the time. (laughs) I'm going to win. I appreciate your, your vote of confidence, Scum. I appreciate you letting me share in the upset of the week. Week one. It is the Scum and Sneak Show, by the way, guys. You know, we've had a different offseason. You haven't heard from us as much as you most would have had in the past. But it is our show. We have to. We rarely give ourselves props. We're really always kind of down on ourselves. But not this year. Not this week. 
week one, this come and sneak show is going to show this league why we are who we are and why the world knows our name and fears our loins. We are going to upset this league in week one, and I win. My young receivers, Big Brian, like you just mentioned, is going to come out Give me a second year bunch of touchdowns, and Wade doesn't have any running backs, and I have no faith in Nick Chubb, and maybe he's going to have some good, he might have a good game out of one or two of his receivers, yada, yada, whatever it may be. It's not enough. I win. Boom. Done. Rant over. I'm ready to run through a brick wall for you. I'm going to send that clip actually to the Cardinals, and I think you should take uh, Brandon Staley's job because you're much more inspiring. I've Fully, I was already a believer, but I'm fully in on it now. Can't wait to watch you just ride to victory and trounce all over Wade. I'm coming for a big trouncing. I don't, I don't think there's anything else to say after that. We have done the matchups. Again, if you disagree, I said it earlier, but prove us wrong. And we'll revisit next week for week two. Oh, that was great. You know what else is great, Sneak? Yes. The classic Scum and Sneak segment, Hopes and Dopes. Hopes and Dopes. You missed our Hopes and Dopes from the offseason, so we're just going to go right into there. weekly Hopes and Dopes. It exists. There's, there's Hopes and Dopes that have been done. There, uh, you're right. You're right. Weekly. It is, it's out there. If you really need to find it, you can find it. We've already told you. Fresh slate this season. We'll see what our record turns out, um, as we always do. Let, let me kick it off first, Schnick, with my with my hope. I'll do my hope and dope, because both are in a my matchup against Ben, against 08. And I think we probably know where those are going to lie. But let's start off with my hope this week. And uh, shocker, it is a rookie. It's, it's someone who might be a little surprising. It's someone who I targeted all offseason, but I kept it real quiet because I wanted him to fall to me. I really liked him coming out, and I think he plays an important role on this team. And also, there's an injury in front of him um, that should lead to increased playing time week one. So my hope this week is Broncos receiver Marvin Mims. Nice. Going, taking a big shot early on. Jerry Judy's hurt, so uh, you know there's they're saying he might play. He's been doing conditioning, he's been playing, but I, I don't I don't see it. I think they'll hold him out at least one week. So Marvin Mims is going to get his chance to start. He'll ball out, even if Jerry Judy plays. He's going to get his number called because Sean Payton knows where Russ uh, Russ Wilson excels. He knows what he can do, and it's in the Payton offense. We're taking deep shots to Marvin Mims. They're going to connect. He's going to score a bomb touchdown. That's just guaranteed against the Raiders. I mean, it's just going to happen, and everyone's going to be like, man, good pick scum on Marvin Mims. Well, good trade for that pick because Eric Yeah, you went after him in the draft. You made the draft day trade. You said, I gots to have him, and he's going to produce for you week one. That's a good call. I'm on board with it. And my hope – or sorry, my dope is going to be on Ben's team, also receiver – and it's going to be Devontae Smith. Uh-huh. And, you know, maybe a, a boring type call here, not as fun, but 
going up against the Patriots defense, which just their scheme is always going to give you pause, right? Even though Eagles are high powered offense, even though we believe, um, well, maybe, maybe we believe, I'm not really sure. I don't, I don't think that it's going to be a huge passing day for Jalen Hurts. Either they're not going to have success or they're really not going to need to. I could see that being the case. So A.J. Brown will probably get his. Devontae Smith will see his targets, but I don't expect anything more than, you know, a, a four for 70 type day. Nothing crazy. I don't think he scores. So if Ben's going to win, if Ben's going to make that upset of the week call wrong, he's going to need that production from his receivers that are playing, including Devontae Smith, and I don't think he's going to get that. So, again, dope Devontae and upset of the week for scummy. Yeah, I, 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 I'm totally behind that as well. I've not traditionally been a Devonta Smith guy, but week one against the Patriots, uh, it's very possible that he dopes out, and I wouldn't mind seeing it, and I wouldn't be surprised if I saw it. Well, thank you. What do you got All this right. week? <clears throat> Hopes and dopes this week, week one. I am also talking about my matchup with Wade. Obviously, no what did I just tell you guys? It's the Scum and Sneak Show. We're going to give ourselves a little bit of praise this week. We're going to give ourselves a little bit more notoriety. So you're just going to deal with it week one, okay? Hopes and dopes. My hope for my team, the reason why I get the upset is because we teased it a couple times. We threw it out there. Big Brian Robinson. <clears throat> he is going to have multiple touchdowns. He is going to have probably close to 100 yards they're going to run all up and down that team big brian he i all my my receivers are going to do what they're going to do i need my running backs to perform so i'm giving the hope call to big brian he's going to come back for me he's going to give me a second year prowess he's going to get me touchdowns and i'm excited and he's going to be one of if not one of the biggest factors the reason why i win Mm. love that call i mean i harped on it i didn't even know your hope call but fully co-sign it and stamp it yep that's what we do here at the scum and sneak show and my dope call probably the biggest reason why i'm going to beat wade is his dope is nick chubb oh double running backs this week double running backs i am off the nick chubb train i don't know if i ever was really on it again if you want to find the hopes and dopes episode i go off further (laughs) on the reason why nick (laughs) chubb is a dope this year the Browns are going to give the reins over and try to prove that this Deshaun Watson contract and trade and all this stuff is worth it. Now, this is how I see it going, just for everybody, just to justify it. But the first series or two, Chubb will probably have a lot going for him. He's probably going to get a bunch of carries, you know, probably going to rack up some yards. He may even score. He's going to jump out to like a nine-point first quarter. And then he's basically not going to do anything the rest of the game. Deshaun Watson's going to go out there and start flinging it left and right. He's going to have to because they play the Bengals, and the Bengals, if Joe Burrow plays as a high-powered offense, are going to have to match it. The Bengals are going to key off on Chubb on defense, and they're going to say, all right, Deshaun, go out there and be Deshaun. I don't know what that's going to happen, but it's going to turn into Chubb not being much more than single digits, and that's the reason why he's a dope and one of and probably the biggest reason why I win. I I mean, I think the game script – thing that you brought up uh that's that's the biggest thing for sure Bengals will probably jump out to an early lead and the browns are going to be looking to to pass it and i think where you what we'll have to see is if they do just leave chubb in 
and make him like the third down back and see if he gets some extra passing work because of that. Probably not. So very likely that your dope call comes to fruition. But unfortunately, I don't like it because I have Chubb in Sneak League. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm just going to have to hope that you're wrong, even though you're probably going to be right. I mean, I, I guess I could be wrong, but I'm I'm sticking to my call, and I, I'm sorry that he's going to have to do bad for you in Sneak League this, this week. Well, <clears throat> good thing the rest of my team is so good that it won't matter. Yeah. Well, that's your week one hopes and dopes. Super excited for those. Can't wait to watch it all come to fruition. I think I used that Fruition, baby. What are you going to do? Schneek, let's wrap it up here with America's favorite segment. Scum and Schneek get the Thursday night game wrong. Except this year, we might get them right. We might be hitting this year. And man, what, we, we mentioned it earlier at the top when we talked about news. What a fun game to start off the NFL season. <clears throat> we got the Chiefs. We got the Lions. We got week one. What is your Prediction, oh, King Schwab. Lions win. 27-22. Bro, I wanted to pick the Lions, too, so bad. (laughs) I'm looking at it, though. They have to go to Arrowhead. That's tough. Yes. But no no Kelsey. That helps them. And no Chris Jones. I think the Lions are going to run on him. Hmm. A big Monty and big Gibbs game. Oh, I I do want I wanted to pick it to be the bold one, but now uh, that's I'm doing it. I'm calling it to Lions upset the Chiefs in Week One. A little more high scoring. It's going to be a shootout. Goff's going to have a big game. Um, you know, very reminiscent of the Rams Chiefs shootout mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. a couple years ago. So let's say Lions. Win 30 41 Lions win 41 to 37. Huge, holy smokes, that is high scoring. Take the over, people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going for it. That's it. That's week one game. Uh, come and get the Thursday night Ah! game. That is the week one. (laughs) Episode, I am I am already like I'm still hyped up, but I'm starting to come down a little bit. We did it though. Super excited. We will get this one out to you guys. You will hear this one. That's uh that's a scum promise. And we're gonna get this season really on it and hopping. Peepa popo, peepa shobo. Good luck to all your teams, both in LV Dynasty and whatever other leagues you're dabbling in. Hope it's a super fun season for you all, and we will be here throughout it to guide you. Dabble, dabble. Love you. Bye.
got ready to redeem ourselves after a no-show last week. Yeah, I mean it's out there in the ether. If the if the if the viewers really want to find it, they'll find it. They'll find it. There's ways to make it happen. There's ways to listen to. Probably, if I were to if I were to make a guess, it could possibly be the best pod we ever recorded. We were pushing three to four hours, so we just <laughs> could not stop ourselves. And due to unforeseen circumstances, it's not been officially released. But like we said, if you really are a true fan, you can get your hands on it some way or another. I can be bribed. I'm pretty viable, that's for sure. <laughs>